My friend, you're here because you want English skills that help you connect with people on a deeper level. So join the free accent training community on school.com today and get some momentum going with your American accent development. Open the link in the description and request to join the free accent training community while spots are available, my friend. Welcome to the Accent Training Club podcast, a podcast where I teach you how to harness natural sounding spoken American English. Something I want to show you folks right off the bat. Notice how with the words of the name of this podcast, Accent Training, Accent Training, Accent Training, I'm combining the two words, right? I know it's not spelled correctly. I know that you're supposed to spell accent training as two separate words, each with their own T. I know. But we don't typically spell things the same way that we pronounce them, right? I mean, this is a big theme in this show. It's something that we talk about quite a bit, is the fact that words will be spelled one way, but make a different sound. Such as the T and R in training. I did a whole episode on this before. How T and R will come together to make a tr instead of a tray. Like in my name, Patrick. Instead of Patrick, Patrick. Or accent training. So now you know the situation. It's not that I'm illiterate. I'm quite good at reading. I'm quite good at writing. But the point of this show isn't reading or writing. It's accent, it's natural speech, it's speaking confidently, and a great way to boost that confidence is through recognizing how words connect in regular spoken English. And so the name of this show does that itself. I want you to learn something right off the bat. And so accent training, it will remain. So what are we going to do today? What are we going to do today? Well, what we're going to be discussing is idiomatic expressions, leisure time idiomatic expressions. Ways that you can talk about your free time. Because people use funny words with this. Keeping it low key. A night on the town. Catching a flick. Catch a flick. With what, a net? You use a net to catch a flick? No, it's not necessarily something that you actually catch. It's rather something that you go see. So I've got about 10 of these idioms that I want to open your ears to so that you can come to recognize them yourself. Now, just before we get into those idioms, you know what's coming next, folks. Number one is that it would be most beneficial for you to follow or subscribe to this podcast. When you do this, you'll be one of the first notified whenever a new episode comes out. And wouldn't that be fantastic? A new episode comes out, you listen to it right away, and then you get a phone call. And on that phone call, somebody asks, hey, what are you going to be doing tonight? And you'll be able to say, I'm, I'm keeping it low key this evening. I'm keeping it low key. And they'll say, keeping it low key? We're, we're going out for a night on the town. We're going to go ham. You should join us. Going ham is quite the opposite of keeping it low key. And you want to be able to take that conversation a step further from there, do you not? You you want to be able to understand those idioms when your friend's telling you that they're going ham, but you want to keep it low-key. And you want to know what they're talking about. You may think to yourself, oh, I, I could go for some ham tonight. That'd be nice for dinner. Uh, going ham is not that. That's not that at all. 
And the fact that you're listening to this episode so quickly means that you are going to be prepared whenever your friends want to go ham. So subscribe to the podcast so that you can be one of the first in the know, and you can easily apply these concepts as soon as you learn them. Now the fantastic thing is this podcast is totally free. However, it's audio only. It's audio only. It's a lot of work for video. I don't have an editor, and I don't got the time to sit and edit audio and video and upload it and blah, blah, blah. I just don't have the time for it. And so, audio only podcast. However, I'll tell you what I have done with video is I have made a video course. A video course which includes idiomatic expressions, which includes the topic which covers thoroughly some great new sounds to really boost your spoken English. And beyond that, the connectivity, the way that we connect words together in our speech, as we've just seen with accent training. Accent training. We link those words together. We do this quite often in spoken English, and my video course is going to show you how. So, check out the link in the description down below. That'll bring you right to the video course. Watch those opening videos, see what you think. And I would be honored to have you as a student in learning the American accent along with me in this video course. Come check it out and let's start seeing some serious progress in your rhythm of speech and your sounds of the American accent. All right, into today's lesson. Into today's lesson, leisure time idiomatic expressions. We've got 10 of them. Let's dive in. The first idiomatic expression and an extremely common one of people of my generation, millennials, is to say, chillin'. We're chillin'. Just chillin'. What is chillin'? Are we sitting in a refrigerator? Because chill, to chill something, is to make it cool, right? If something is chilly, it's cold. Maybe chilly, you could say, oh, it's chilly outside, bundle up. But why is that something that you would do on your free time, just sit around and be cold? Well... We aren't usually cold when we're chilling. We're usually actually quite cozy. Chilling means relaxing. Relaxing. Just putting your feet up. You're done work for the day. You're just going to chill. Put something on Netflix. Put on this podcast. Chill. This podcast is very chill friendly. Very chill friendly. You just put this on. You're chilling. Practicing some English sounds. Just chilling. Chilling doesn't mean that you're doing nothing. It just means that you're very relaxed. It can mean that you're doing nothing. If you say, hey, I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling here. It's like, I'm just doing nothing. Just hanging out. But it doesn't always mean that you're doing nothing. It can mean that you're doing something, but in a very relaxed manner. Chilling. So chilling. Doing something in a very relaxed manner. Chilling. When we get home tonight, eh, we'll chill for a bit. Next word on the list, we have keep it low-key. We keep it low-key when we keep things moderate, easygoing, low-key. Just a quiet night. You know, somebody says, what are you doing tonight? And you say, oh, I'm just keeping it low-key. Not too much, just going to keep it low-key. means maybe you're going to stay in, watch a movie. You're going to be chilling if you're keeping it low-key. It's very close to chilling in this way. When you're chilling, things are low-key. Now, you don't have to be chilling when you're low-key. You could have a party. You could have a low-key party. 
You know, literally, the music is at a low volume. Maybe just a small group of friends come by. Low-key kind of party. Nothing too big. You don't want to wake the neighbors up. Just keep it low-key. Low-key. So you get that call on your phone, and somebody says, What are you doing tonight? And you say, Ah, oh, yeah, I'm going to... I'll keep things low-key. I'm just going to chill at home. I'm just chilling. Low-key kind of night. That's pretty much exactly what I would say myself. And so you keep things low-key, relaxed sort of night. But now, suppose that you get home, you keep it low-key for a bit, you, you know, you're chilling, and then your friend calls and asks if you want to go out for a night on the town. A night on the town. Go for a night on the town. Interesting one, that one. A night on the town. What is this to say? Well, it means that you're going into the city, or maybe into the town, whatever's closest, to have some fun. Maybe you go for dinner, you have a couple of drinks, you go dancing. Maybe there's a nighttime festival going on. Toronto has a great nighttime kind of party festival in September called Nuit Blanche. You can go out for a night in the town. In Nuit Blanche. It's a good time. It's a, a very fun time. So a night on the town. Going out, seeing the nightlife. And your friend calls and they say, Hey, we're getting together. We're going to go out for a night on the town. You want to join us? And you think to yourself, Am I interested in just hanging around all night? Hanging around? Hanging around. What is that? Like hanging onto a tree branch? In a tree? Hanging around? Or maybe hanging off of your roof, trying to clean out the gutters or something, hanging around. Well, that wouldn't be very chill, would it? That's not very chill if you're cleaning out the gutters. No, hanging around is just, again, chilling. We've got a lot of words for chilling. Hanging around just means that you're not doing anything, nothing in particular, just maybe relaxing, chilling, keeping it low-key, hanging around. But you think to yourself, do I really just want to hang around all night? That doesn't sound like any fun, hanging around. I'd rather go hang out with my friends for a night on the town. Hanging out with friends. Hanging out. We typically say this when we're with other people. We're just hanging out. Otherwise, you're just hanging around. But hanging out when we're with other people. And hanging out doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing nothing. Hanging out isn't always low-key. Hanging out can be. If you say, yeah, we're just going to hang out at my house. It's like, yeah, maybe you'll just play video games, have an easy time, chat, hanging out. But it doesn't have to be low-key like that. Hanging out is all about the environment that you're in. You're hanging out at the nightclub. You're hanging out at the festival, hanging out at the market. Hanging out kind of comes down to being with people in a place and just enjoying your time together. You're hanging out. So you've decided for yourself, you say, you know what, I'm going to go hang out with these folks. We're going for a night on the town. Let's do it. But you're a little tired from work, you know. But this day you got home from work early. It's a Friday. You got home from work at, we'll say, 3 p.m. 3 p.m., you finish work, you, you finish your school, your classes, whatever you got. You finished it for the day, and you're just going to put that behind you. And your friends say that they want to meet up at 7. They want to meet up at 7 for a night on the town. And so you decide for yourself, well, I got four hours. You know what? I'll chill for a bit, take a disco nap, and then I'll go meet them downtown.
Folks, this is just a quick message to remind you to subscribe to the Accent Training Podcast. If you haven't already, you don't want to miss a second of this accent training experience. And you want to be updated whenever I've got new content out for you. So if you haven't subscribed, hit subscribe now. A disco nap. Disco nap. That's an interesting sounding idiom, is it not? Disco nap. Well, this is literally what we're doing in this situation. When you take a disco nap, you're just laying down for a few hours, relaxing, to rejuvenate yourself. So you can go out and have fun again later. A disco nap. Quick little nap just to get that energy back. Go have more fun. So you keep it low key for a few hours, 3 p.m. till, you know, 6 p.m. Take a little disco nap. Take it easy. Hang around the house for a bit. And then around 5.30 or so, your friends call you again. And they say, man, I'm so excited you're coming. We're going ham tonight, buddy. We are going ham tonight. I'm pumped. We're going ham. Now, I just said two idioms right there. We're going ham and I'm pumped. Both are pretty good idioms and they kind of go hand in hand with each other. First, let's consider going ham. What is going ham? Well, this means that people are going crazy. They're going crazy. Maybe they're drinking a lot of alcohol. Maybe they're just being very loud and rowdy, getting a lot of attention, you know, letting loose a little bit, letting loose, going ham. And when you go out for a night on the town, you know, sometimes people want to do that. Sometimes that's what people go out for, especially young folks. They like going ham. You go to downtown Toronto in the middle of the summer on a, you know, Friday, Saturday night. Oof, people are going ham, folks. People are going ham. Same thing here in this city, Monterey. People go ham on the weekends. To you, maybe you're thinking to yourself, I'm not, I'm not looking for that kind of a night tonight. You know, I, I want to go out. I want to have a night on the town, but I'm not really looking to go ham, folks. You think to yourself, I kind of just, you know, there's a lot of money. You spend a lot of money at the bar and the Ubers. And then somebody asks to borrow 20 bucks off of you. And, and it, it's, it's not cheap when you're going ham. You know, you go crazy. You don't think about it. You've got this magic credit card and you just swipe it all you want and you can go spend all your money and then you got to pay it back the rest of the month. Bad idea. Bad idea, folks. And you think to yourself, you know, I'm, I'm not in the mood to go get silly tonight. I'm going to take it easy. I'm, I am going to take it easy. I'm going to keep it low key, but I'm up for a night on the town. Low-key night on the town. All right. So now we're getting the best of both worlds. What do you do in this situation? What do you do in this situation? Well, I'll tell you what. We've got two options. We'll say it's about 7 o'clock. You want to go for a night on the town. What can you do? A couple good things. We're saying we'll just suppose it's the summertime in the northern hemisphere. So summertime in Toronto, in my city, because I'm... familiar enough with my city summertime in toronto what do you do if you don't want to go ham you don't want to throw all your money out but you do want to go have a little bit of fun well a couple things you could do one you could go window shopping window shopping what is window shopping does that make sense do you need new windows for what for your house for your front door for your car buy a new window 
No, window shopping is not about purchasing a window. It's just looking through the windows and thinking to yourself, "Ah, I'd look nice in that. Or seeing something else and going, ah, someone's birthday is coming up soon. Maybe I could pick that up. Like, there's a good idea. Get that for someone for their birthday. Window shopping. You don't got to spend any money. You're just looking around. Nothing wrong with that. You start making your Christmas list budget in July, and you'll get all your Christmas shopping done in no time. I wish I had done that. I could have gotten some... Ah, that would have been a good idea. Next year, next year I'll start my Christmas shopping in July, just so that it doesn't spring on me in December. Like this year, now it's like, oh, Christmas shopping, right. Gotta go... Anyway, okay. Window shopping. Go do your window shopping in July. Get ready for the holidays, folks. Window shopping. Looking through the windows, just thinking to yourself, this is, that looks nice, this looks nice, maybe I'll come back and get it later. Yeah, just looking around. Window shopping. So maybe you do think to yourself, I'll go do a little window shopping, I'll just, I'll go look around down at the mall, see what's new. And you get to the mall, and you're ready to go do your window shopping, you're ready to go browse around, peruse, is another good word for that, perusing. You're ready to peruse, you're ready to window shop, but what catches you by surprise? The waft of popcorn from the movie theater. Oh, I love it. I love walking into the movie theater. It's the summertime, the air conditioner hits you. And then, oh, popcorn. Popcorn, freshly popped, buttery, salty, whatever you want. They got it all. Popcorn in the movie theater. And you take a look and you see what's playing. Oh, there's a new James Bond movie playing. There's a new James Bond movie. There's always new James Bond movies. A new Fast and Furious movie. There's a new Fast and Furious movie playing. There's always going to be new ones of those. That will hold true another 10 years from now. You'll still see James Bond movies, still Fast and Furious movies. That's a good one. New James Bond movie playing. And you think to yourself, James Bond, popcorn. Or do I just want to go look at things? And you say, you know what? I'm going to go catch a flick. I'm going to go catch a flick. Catch a flick. Catch a flick? Okay, so a flick. What is a flick? A flick is when you extend your fingers, you hold one finger back against your thumb, and then you release that finger. Like that. A flick. So you catch a flick? What, do you get somebody to flick you? Or, like I said, do you catch it with a net? Do you trap the flick? How do you catch a flick? Well, catch a flick means see a movie. You see a movie when you catch a flick. The new James Bond movie is coming out sometime soon in a theater near you. If you want to catch a flick, head on down to the mall, walk in, you smell that popcorn, you change your mind... I don't want to go window shopping. I'm going to catch a flick and grab some popcorn on the way. Catch a flick. And so you catch a flick. The Bond movie was decent. It was up, probably up to the Bond standard, James Bond standard. Quick comment on the previous James Bond movie. I was disappointed because it didn't have the... I don't know if people listening to this right now watch James Bond movies, but that's important. That is a monumental movie. When those trumpets blow at the end of it, 
Oh my goodness. And I missed it. It wasn't there, and I did feel a little bit disappointed by that. I wanted that. Um, not to say that, you know, the future movies to come out, I'm sure that they'll be just as good, but that was, uh, that was too bad. This one was better quality, and it had that, you know, sound in it. It better have. The future one's better. And so, it was up to standard. You were totally satisfied with this James Bond movie. And you thought to yourself, that was a decent flick. That was a decent flick. Decent. That's like just a casual way of saying, I liked it. That was a decent flick. And you step out of there and you decide, you know what? I'm full of popcorn. I had a hot dog. I'm going to call it a night. I'm going to call it a night. You know what? In fact, I am going to just... Keep it low-key, take it easy tonight. I'm going to head on home. I'll call it a night. And you call an Uber, you hop in the Uber, and you go home. And there we just saw how you can describe your whole night with idiomatic expressions. Tonight is a Friday night. Right now it's about 3.10 p.m. on a Friday, December 10th. My birthday is only a few days away. I am pumped for my birthday. It's coming up very soon. I don't know what I want to do this year. I think I am going to keep it low-key this year. I'm just going to keep it low-key. I'm not going to get up to anything. I'll save my money this year. And if you want to do the same, well, now you know the words to use to describe that. Maybe on your own birthday, you will take a disco nap. You know, you'll finish your work for the day and you'll think, you know what, I've just got to take a quick little disco nap and then off for a night on the town. Or then your friends are coming by for a party. I don't know what you do on your birthday. But now you know how to describe it. Chilling. Keeping it low key. Disco nap. Hanging out. Hanging around. A night on the town. Going ham. Going ham. Going window shopping. Catching a flick. Call it a night. All of these idiomatic expressions can help you communicate your way through your daily life. So practice them. Write these down. Repeat them to yourself later. Keep boosting your confidence in how you communicate your spoken English. If you don't use these, are you speaking poorly? No, not if you're using the correct words to express that. It's just these are more casual ways to communicate yourself. And these are the things... Most of them, that many people will say when they are describing what they're doing. So now you'll have a little less trouble following along in those conversations yourself. Well, we're going to wrap this one up for today, folks. Thank you very much for listening on in. This has been a fun episode. Quite a fun episode to be putting out. So use these words. Describe what you're doing. And we'll take things from here in the days to come. And before we wrap this one up, folks, I'm just going to say it once more. There is an online video course available to you to be streamed, downloaded, whatever you like, at any given time on Udemy.com. You can find a link in the description. It will bring you right to the course where you can check it out, watch a few videos, get a feel for it yourself. And if you like what you see... Purchasing this course is a great way to support me as the creator of all of this content, the creator of this show, and the creator of this uh, video course. And it is truly a great way to support your own spoken English. You deserve it. You deserve it for yourself. You've worked hard at your English for years. If you hadn't, you probably wouldn't be listening to this podcast. 
and I'm giving you the tools to take it a step further. So check out that video course and take control of the sound of your speech. All right, we're going to wrap this one up. Have a wonderful day, folks. Thank you very much for tuning on in, and there will be many more episodes to come in the days to come. I'm back to, I'm trying to get out to a week again. We'll see what I can do. I'll just, I'll keep working at it, right? I mean, you folks are patient. Everybody's okay, listening, learning along, and we're working together here, and this is fantastic. So thank you very much for supporting the show. Thank you for tuning on in, and have a good one. I'm opening my doors of enrollment for the month of May. I've got five accent training spots available for five accent learners who want to see predictable progress learning to communicate in English with the same habits, the same patterns, and the same sounds that Americans use naturally. I've got limited space available this month, my friend. So apply right now through the link in the description if it's important for you to learn to speak English in the way that Americans listen for.